This is Cascade Hoops Talk, Billy D. This is our top 25 weekly rundown. Remember, if you don't like this show or you have any comments, com- contact me on Twitter at Cascade Hoop Talk. Force your friends to watch this show. Friends, don't let friends miss Cascade Hoops Talk. We'll begin in 30 seconds. Cascade Hoop Talk, Billy D here. Join us on Twitter, Cascade Hoop Talk, Facebook, Cascade Hoop Talk. If you like this podcast, please favorite and subscribe. This is our top 25 show for week ending November 17th. Number one, Spring Arbor hosted Grace Christian on Tuesday, defeating them 89-76. to After a close first half, Grace Christian stayed close with Spring Arbor until about five minutes to play, then Spring Arbor pulled away for the 13-point win. Paul Marindet leading Spring Arbor with 23, Brandon Darnell with 21, Grace Christian's Austin Jackson poured in 29. Next up for the 5-2 and two Cougars, on November 26th, they travel to take on Huntington University. Number 2, Oregon Tech. They traveled to Redding, California on Tuesday to take on Simpson of the Cal Pack. After a close first half, the Hustlin' Owls flew into action in the second half. They outscored Simpson by almost 40 points in that half, out-rebounding Simpson 49-21, to and holding them to just 35% shooting, they simply dominated the home team. Seth Erickson was unstoppable, going 10 for 14, 27 points, 7 rebounds. Oregon Tech's Mitchell Fink controlled the tempo, had a double-double, 11 points, 12 assists. Christian Alvis Labati with 14 for Simpson. On Friday, Oregon Tech hosted UC Merced, also of the Calpac, defeating them 86 to 68. Oregon Tech controlled the game but was unable to deliver the knockout punch until late in the second half. UC Merced crawled back to within three points with eight minutes to go, but Oregon Tech answered with an 18-4 run over the next six minutes, and they put that game out of reach. Oregon Tech stuttered offensively, but there's one guy who didn't struggle. Mitchell Fink playing 35 minutes, dropping 30 points, he carried Oregon Tech to victory in this one. Rafael Durr had 18 for UC Merced. Saturday, Oregon Tech, another CalPAC team, this time Antelope Valley, in a rematch of the first round of last season's national tournament. A 10-1 run late in the second half powered Oregon Tech to a 74-63 victory. The Hustlin' Owls' Tyler Heeb providing the firepower in this one, 18 points. Seth Erickson added 16, and Mitchell Fink kept that offense going with 10 assists. Ronnie Rousseau III played a very good game for Antelope Valley. He scored 19, followed by Jacob Mast with 13. Next up for the 7-0 Hustlin' Owls, they travel to Eugene, Oregon for the Beacon Classic, facing New Hope Christian on Friday and William Jessup Saturday. Number 3, College of Idaho. They traveled across town on Tuesday to take on a local rival, NC2A Division II Northwest Nazarene. College of Idaho falls in this one 66-57. Starting fast, College of Idaho took a 12-point lead midway through the first half. But Northwest Nazarene fought back, and by the end of the half, it was College of Idaho down two. A close game for most of the second half, 
Northwest Nazarene slowly began to take control at about the five-minute mark, building a lead the Yotes could not overcome. Fox Jalen with 15 for Northwest Nazarene, Talon Pinckney with 13 for College of Idaho. Next up for the 4-1 and one Yotes, on Tuesday a rematch with this same Nazarene team, but this time at College of Idaho. They're invited to their house, and that's going to be wild. If you're in the Boise area, do not miss this one. Next weekend, College of Idaho hosts the Domino Classic, taking on Montana Western and Lewis Clark State Saturday. Number four, Indiana Wesleyan. They're six and one. The Wildcats are next in action November 26th when they travel to Mount Vernon Nazarene. That'll be a huge game for both programs. That'll kick off Crossroads League play. Get to that one if you're anywhere near the area. Number four, Morningside. They opened up GPAC play on Saturday, hosting number 25, Dort. They won this game 96-88. A game that had been close in the first half, Morningside opened up a 15-point lead at about six minutes into the second half, and they never looked back. Morningside's Tyler Borchers, a big game, double-double, 31 points, 10 rebounds. Zach Imig, another double-double, 22 points, 10 assists. Jesse Jansma once again led Dort with 23. Morningside moves now to 5-0. And next up for them, on Wednesday, they're traveling to Doan. And then on Saturday, they host Hastings College. Number 6, Dakota Wesleyan. Wednesday at number 25, Dort. An absolutely fantastic game. Dakota Wesleyan winning at the buzzer, 79-78. Following a missed Dort free throw, Dakota Wesleyan takes a timeout. There's 15 seconds remaining. Ty Hoagland dribbling out the clock on the right side above the key. Everyone in the arena aware he's going to head to the hoop. Ty Hoagland, playing a game of I double dog dare you to stop me, took off to his left, driving down the left side of the key, throwing up a running left-hander. Off the glass, the buzzer went off and it was a dramatic win. For Dakota Wesleyan, Ty Hoagland with 22, Tyson Smiley with 21, Jesse Jansma 17 for Dort. A huge win there at Dort for Dakota Wesleyan. On Saturday, Dakota Wesleyan taking on Midland at home. They beat them 85-65. They led throughout the game, and Dakota Wesleyan was never threatened. Ty Hoagland poured in 23 on this one. Tyson Smiley with 17 for Wesleyan. Midland's Lawrence Merritt with 22. Next up for the 4-0 Dakota Wesleyan team, they travel to Jamestown on Wednesday for a top 25 battle with the Jimmies. Buy your tickets for that one. Number 7, Oklahoma Wesleyan. They traveled to Ottawa University and they fell. 89-87. Oklahoma Wesleyan trailing throughout. They made a furious final minute run and they almost eliminated a 10-point deficit, but they fell just two points short. Despite being significantly out-rebounded, Ottawa was able to hold Oklahoma Wesleyan to just 36% shooting. Daryl Bowie with 30 for Ottawa. Lance Tipton, 25 for Oklahoma Wesleyan. Returning home Saturday, facing Bacone College, Oklahoma Wesleyan rebounded with a 98-62 victory. Max Valentino led Wesleyan with 20 points in only 15 minutes of play. 
Cretez Graves with 21 for Bacone. Oklahoma Wesleyan out-rebounded Bacone 45-22 and held them to just 37% from the field. Oklahoma Wesleyan is 4-2. Next, they have two home games, taking on Bethany College on Wednesday and York College on Saturday. Number 8, Mount Vernon Nazarene. They traveling to University of Rio Grande on Tuesday. They won that game 63-45, to cruising to victory with a solid lead the entire second half. Isaac White led the Cougars with 14, Jevin Knox with 11. On Friday, Mount Vernon beat Ohio Christian at home 79-65. to After Mount Vernon built a big first-half lead, Ohio Christian was able to close within six with 13 minutes to go, but they could get no closer. The difference in this game was Mount Vernon holding Ohio Christian to 40% shooting. Devin Knox scored 23, Jacob Paul 19 for Mount Vernon, and Ohio Christian's Raybon Lewis, a double-double, 20 points, 13 rebounds. Mount Vernon is 6-0, and they next face IU East at home on Tuesday. Remember, get your tickets for that one. And travels to University of Northwestern on Friday. Number 9, Madonna. Saturday, traveling to Aquinas, winning that game 73-59. This game stayed close until the final four minutes. Madonna busted open a 15-point lead, and they secured the victory. Madonna's Dwight Burton poured in 29. Deshaun Lewis for Madonna, he scored 18. Madonna won the game at the three-point line. 13 threes rained down. Now at 5-2, and two, Madonna next goes on the road. Tuesday at Lords and Saturday traveling to Huntington. Two good tests. Number 10, IU Kokomo. Tuesday traveled to Taylor, winning a close 85-81 ball game. After controlling the entire game, Taylor went on a frantic 34-10 run during the last 10 minutes of the contest. And a pair of free throws with 35 seconds to go and knack knack. Taylor's at the door. They're only down two, but IU Kokomo went six for six from the line in the last 30 seconds to bring home the win. Traquan Spivey, 27 for IU Kokomo. Jason Dagenkolb, 19 for Taylor. And on Saturday, Kokomo traveled to Moody Bible Institute, winning that game 103-56, an absolute nail-biter. Alante Harper scored 14 for Kokomo. They're 7-1 now. On Thursday, they travel up to Lincoln for a rematch of a game that Kokomo won earlier this season. And pay attention to that game because Lincoln's going to want some redemption. They've been on a, a bit of a, a rough streak, and a win at Kokomo could put them back on the map. Number 11, Olivet Nazarene. They go to Judson on Tuesday. They win that game 99-76. Nick Reed with 26. Alex Gross a double-double with 20 points, 13 rebounds. Bryce Prochaska with 20 for Judson. Traveling to IU South Bend Saturday, Olivet Nazarene falls in this one, 79-60. IU South Bend began to take control of the game around the four-minute mark of the first half, and in the second half, they just continued to steamroll, and Olivet was never able to threaten. Olivet Nazarene was held to 36% shooting. They were out-rebounded 46-35. Tracy Miles led IU South Bend. 
John Conton with 18 for Olivet and a double-double for Nick Reed, 15 points, 11 rebounds. Now, this was a tough loss for Olivet. They had been red hot. Uh, they go to 6-1. and one. They have a chance at home Wednesday against Holy Cross, and then Saturday they go to Robert Morris. They'll definitely be looking to right the ship. Number 12, Cornerstone. They traveled to Lawrence Tech, and they were kicking off whack action, winning 67-60. to 60. After Tech pulled within two with 45 seconds to go, Cornerstone scored five points in the final seconds to hold them off for the win. Cornerstone's Tyler Baker, 19 points. Carter Knipe had 12 rebounds. For Lawrence Tech, Jordan Henry dropped in 15. Cornerstone held Lawrence Tech to 35% shooting. Cornerstone 5-2 now. They travel to Siena Heights on Wednesday and they host Indiana Tech on Saturday. Pay attention to the Indiana Tech game. Don't look at Indiana Tech's record. Ted Albert, the coach at Indiana Tech, he was over at Cornerstone for quite a while. He knows that program. He really wants to right that ship, and there is nowhere better for them to make a statement and write that program for Indiana Tech than a trip into Cornerstone. Number 13, Southwestern. They faced the Bethel Threshers Wednesday on the road, falling in this one 78-73. Bethel controlled this game, leading by 16 with eight minutes to go, but Southwestern then made a charge, tying the game at three minutes. After the final tie at 124 mark, Bethel made 10 straight free throws to secure the upset over Southwestern. Neither team shot very well in this one, but Bethel out-rebounded as well as they halved Southwestern's turnovers, and that provided the margin for victory. Jalen Scott absolutely carried Bethel a double-double, 30 points, 17 rebounds. Justin Criddle, he led Southwestern with 26. And then on Saturday, Southwestern falls again. This time, Ottawa, 92-90. What an exciting finish here. So Justin Criddle... He put in a three with five seconds to go, tied the game. Ottawa inbounds the ball to Daryl Bowie. He pushed the ball hard all the way up court, and then he let a shot go from the lane just as time expired, and it dropped in. Ottawa led by Daryl Bowie with 21. Southwestern's Andrew Hamm, 21 points as well. Really a tough weekend for Southwestern. They go to four, four and two. They need to recover quickly. They'll be at home against a Viet, not a pushover on Wednesday. And then McPherson on the road Saturday. So they're going to be looking for two wins this week to uh, maintain that number 13 ranking. IU East had a big home game on Lingle Court on Tuesday. Cross-conference rival Indiana Wesleyan came to town and they dropped IU East on their court 99-89. to This game was tight until midway through the second half when Indiana Wesleyan stretched the lead to double digits and they held that lead for the remainder of the game, downing the number 14 IU East 99-89. Kyle Mangus, a great game. He just missed a triple-double. 33 points, 12 rebounds, 9 assists. We need to find out who missed that other basket. Wesleyan, they had balanced scores. Five players in double digits. IU East made 11 threes, but Indiana Wesleyan was able to negate that advantage 
by out-rebounding them 45-27. to IU East Keating Rombach with 21. Saturday, IU East was able to right the ship with a big win over Michigan Dearborn. That's a good team, 77-74. IU East a big lead until Dearborn began chipping away halfway through the second half. After Dearborn nibbled the lead down to one three different times, a Garrett Silcott layup with a minute to go finally put IU East up by three, and Dearborn was unable to score again. Monster game for East. Bishop Knight, he had 32. Cody Kegley and Jason Gigliotti with 16 apiece for Michigan Dearborn. IU East, they're three and four, and unfortunately, things don't get any easier. Tuesday, they're on the road at number six, Mount Vernon Nazarene. Number 15, Marion. Tuesday, hosting Simmons College of Kentucky, and they dropped them 121-62, Sterling Brown scoring 27 points. On Thursday, hosting Thomas Moore of the Mid-South Conference, and Marion loses a heartbreak in overtime, 78-76. Marion's Cameron Walter tied this game late in regulation, and he forced overtime. In overtime, Reed Jolly gave Thomas Moore the lead with 38 seconds to go, and Marion was unable to find the answer, and they fall in overtime. Marion is 3-1, and one, and next they travel to Campbellsville to face Lindsay College on Friday and Campbellsville on Saturday. Number 16, Jamestown, traveled to Valley City State, and they won 85-75. A tight game, and, and it's this game convinced me it's time for conference play because I think the North Star and the G-Pack are just really getting tired of each other. Uh, with about five minutes to go, Jamestown put some plays together and finally put Valley City away, and they got out with the victory. Jack Talley with 23 for Jamestown. True freshman Mason Walters continues to shine. He had a double-double, 21 points, 10 rebounds. Kevin Schramm, he played very well for Valley City. He scored 23. Jamestown just pounded the glass, 42-24. to On Saturday, Jamestown traveling to Doan, and that opened up GPAC play. They won this one, 97-71. Building a 35-point lead by halftime, Jamestown cruised to a win, Brock Schramm, 22 for Jamestown. Anthony Lavari, 15 for Doan. Jamestown, again, dominating the boards, 42-28. to The Jimmies go 7-1. Okay, everybody, set your clock Wednesday. Number 7, Dakota Wesleyan, is coming to Jamestown. And this ain't no church social. Everybody better wear their big boy pants because this game is huge for both teams. Saturday, Jamestown continues GPAC play traveling to Northwestern. Number 17, Union. Wednesday, winning at Kentucky Christian, 102-71, dominating wire-to-wire. Union's Richard Brown, 26. Kentucky Christian's Cole Gilliand, 14. Saturday, Union hosted St. Andrews, getting the victory 76-72. Union's Richard Brown with 22. St. Andrew's Isaac Clay scored 12. The 3-3 Bulldogs will host St. Asbury on Tuesday and travel to Montreat on Saturday. 
Number 18, Southern Oregon at the Lithia Classic on Friday, taking on Antelope Valley, winning 77-75. A tough, hard-fought game. Jordan Hunt breaking the final tie at 27 seconds to go for the Raider victory. Jordan Hunt with 22, and Southern's Tate Hoffman, a double-double, 12 points, 12 rebounds. Ronnie Rousseau the third with 29 for Antelope Valley. And Ronnie Rousseau the third is a very good player. They don't get a lot of national attention, Antelope Valley, but he is he is a very good point guard. Saturday, Southern took on UC Merced. Southern leading the entire second half, and they pulled off a second big win of the weekend. Jordan Hunt again led Southern with 15. UC Merced's Chewicki Adenchuqua 14. Southern Oregon is 3 and 1. They next travel to Hope International on Friday and Vanguard on Saturday. Number 19, St. Francis of Illinois. Monday taking on Aquinas. They won a squeaker 68 66. St. Francis down one, five seconds to go. Cole Mychek cans a three with one second. A huge win for St. Francis. Cole Mychek finished the game with 22. Davian Benton, 22 for Aquinas. Wednesday, hosting Calumet College and losing this one, 68-66. Turnabout's fair play. Calumet's Corvon Lott drained a three-pointer with 20 seconds to go for the Calumet win. Corvon Lott with 25, Jordan Thornton 16 for St. Francis. Tough week for St. Francis winning a 68-66 game and losing a 68-66 game, both on last-second threes. Saturday at Trinity Christian College, St. Francis had a bit of an easier game. They won this 75-57. St. Francis's Eric Ting with 18. Lewis Hawley, a double-double with 13 points, 11 rebounds. And Josh Shannon, 13 for Trinity Christian. St. Francis, they're 3-1. They host St. Ambrose on Tuesday. And then they travel to a tournament in San Antonio. And they take on Eastern Illinois on Friday and Incarnate Word on Saturday. Number 20, Voorhees, Thursday, taking on Middle Georgia State. They fall 67-65. Anthony Edwards, 16 for Middle Georgia, and Voorhees' Aston Pierce had 22. Voorhees travels to Allen on Monday and to Kaiser on Sunday. Voorhees, they're 4-2 now. Number 21, Warner. They hosted Johnson and Wales, winning that game 110-90. Kamir Edward and Bart Schild, 17 apiece for Warner. Johnson and Wales led by Sidney Alcina with 18. Warner is 7-0 now, hosts St. Thomas on Thursday, and travels to Florida Memorial on Saturday. Number 22, Bellevue of Nebraska, traveling to Hope International on Friday and falling 81-66. Bellevue tying this game at 11.40 to go in the second half. They played nip and tuck for the next six minutes, but Hope International was just too much. Pulling away at the end for a 15-point victory, Hope International's Anthony Garcia with 20. Bellevue led by Nihami Harris with 17. Saturday at NAID 1, number 3, Wayland Baptist. A big win for Bellevue, 79-78.
So Wayland was up by 11, 11 minutes to go. But hello, Bellevue tied the game with five minutes on the clock. For the next five minutes, nobody could deliver a knockout punch until Bellevue's Connor Dukes cans a three-pointer with three seconds to go. That's a huge Bellevue win. Jameel King, 22 for Bellevue. J.J. Culver, he takes 27 of Wayland's 54 shots, scores 40 points, but his team loses. Bellevue with the victory. Bellevue is 4-3, traveling to a tournament with Lacrosse, Wisconsin, playing St. Francis of the Crossroads on Friday, and Calumet College of St. Joseph on Saturday. Number 23, Indiana Tech, hosting Lords on Saturday, and they drop another heartbreak, 65-64. Lords was up by six with two and a half to go, and that almost didn't hold up. They were outscored over the next two minutes, six to one, but not enough for Indiana Tech to avoid another tough loss. Lords Cliff Snow, 28 points, Indiana Tech's Josh Klein with 16. So Indiana Tech is 1-5 now and the road keeps getting tougher. Traveling to Rochester on Wednesday and as we said, that number 12 cornerstone game on Saturday, I'd definitely watch that one. Number 24, St. Francis of Indiana. Friday hosting West Virginia Tech. They beat them 89-70. St. Francis's Hunter Hollowell scored 23 and a double-double for Jeffrey Reynolds, 23 points, 10 rebounds. Saturday against East-West University, another runaway victory, defeating East-West 99-68. David Ejaw, 17 for St. Francis. East-West, Brandon Daughtry, 36. So St. Francis is 7-0. They've been on a roll. Next, they take on Ohio Christian at home a good team on Tuesday. They do that on Tuesday. And then they travel to a tournament over the weekend in La Crosse, Wisconsin, playing number 22 Bellevue coming off that big win. And Friday, Viterbo on Saturday. As this season moves forward, we're beginning to get the opportunity to learn more and more about these teams. Number 25, Dort Wednesday hosting Dakota Wesleyan. As we said, they held that one-point lead Ty Hoagland took it to the left side, beat Dort. As we said, Hoagland 22, Jansma 17. That was really a tough loss for Dort. After that tough loss, then on Saturday, number four Morningside came to town. Life does not get easier in the G-Pack. And they beat Dort, handing them a second loss of the week, 96-88. to Tyler Borcher scorches Dort, 31 points, 10 rebounds. Jesse Jansma, 23 for Dort. Dort is 4-3 and three now, and they need some wins to uh, make a turnaround. Wednesday, Northwestern comes to town, and Saturday, Briarcliff. Those are two tough games, but definitely a chance for Dort to make a statement. Okay, that completes the top 25. Now let's update our watch list. Bethel of the Crossroads League, they're now 7-0. and This weekend, they defeated College of the Ozarks and Ozarks Christian. And as we said last week, this is a team that definitely deserves to be rated. And I would think definitely within the top 20. Lincoln of Illinois, they're three and five. They lost five straight. They really started with a bang, but they've struggled lately. They're a good team. Uh, They'll fall off our watch list, but we'll continue to follow their progress. Michigan Dearborn, they've dropped a couple close games uh, to top 25 teams. 
They're six and two. We're going to keep them on our watch list as they enter whack play. Bethel of Kansas continues to roll. They're seven and one. They had a big signature win against Southwestern. And this team should make the top 25 if they continue to win in KCAC play. Briarcliff, they just keep rolling. 7-0, and they enter GPAC play. Uh, their big opportunity to make a splash is November 26th. They travel to number 6, Dakota Wesleyan. Concordia is 6-1. and They lost a heartbreaker to Briarcliff. Uh, they have an opportunity on November 26th as well as they travel to number four, Morningside. Mount Marty, our surprise team, they are seven and two now following a tough road loss at Northwestern. We're gonna find out much more about this team this week as they take on Briarcliff and Jamestown. Antelope Valley, they dropped two this week, uh, but they were both the very good teams. Number two, Oregon Tech, number 18, Southern Oregon. Uh, They were both tight games. All of their losses have been on the road to top competition. Uh, They're staying on our watch list. This is a good team. They continue to play tough competition, and they can easily get into the top 25 with a string of wins. We're going to add St. Xavier this week. They're 6-1. They've played good competition, and they have two tests coming up this week we'll want to watch. We're also adding Washington Adventist to our watch list. They're 5-1. and one. They have a big win at Howard, Howard University, a close heartbreak to a good Georgetown of Kentucky program. So watch Washington Adventist. More teams to watch and follow. Holy Cross out of the Chicago Conference. Big game against Olivet Nazarene this week. Gives them that stage to impress. Northwestern in the GPAC is 5-1. and one. They'll be playing Dort and Jamestown. Ave Maria is 5-0. Keep an eye on them as conference play opens. They've been playing very well. And we'll continue to watch for other teams. Uh, if yours isn't on there, I mean, let me know. I try to look at the records and who they're playing, what the competition is. Uh, but we could have missed one. I hope you enjoy this Top 25 show. Get out and watch your local NAI basketball. It is definitely the best entertainment value in America. Remember, favorite and subscribe this show. Please Force all your friends and family to listen as well. And this is Cascade Hoops Talk, Billy D. Thank you.